Today's recital is uh, section six. There's a little uh, mistake in uh, page break. On page eleven, uh, <coughs> the first uh, three-line paragraph should go to page ten, to the bottom of page ten so that that section will be complete in itself. Since this uh, recital originally was too long, I broke them into two, but the page break was in wrong place. So that is how you get these uh, three lines on the, uh, on the other page. When you read it, you will see <clears throat> the mistake. <clears throat> so let us begin. Let us direct our minds in the eastern directions and wish all living beings in that direction be free from greed, anger, aversion, hatred, jealousy, and fear. Let these thoughts of living friendliness embrace all of them, envelop them. Let every cell, every drop of blood, every atom, every molecule of the entire bodies and minds be charged with these thoughts of living friendliness. Let their bodies and minds be relaxed and filled with the peace and tranquility of living friendliness. Let their peace the infinity of having friendliness pervade entire bodies and minds. Let us direct our minds to the southern directions and wish all living beings in that direction be free from greed, anger, aversion, hatred, jealousy, and fear. Let these thoughts of living friendliness embrace all of them, envelop them. Let every cell every drop of blood, every atom, every molecule of the entire bodies and minds be charged with these thoughts of living friendliness. Let their bodies and minds be filled with the thoughts of living friendliness. Let the peace and tranquility of living friendliness pervade their entire bodies and minds. Let us direct our minds to the western directions and wish all living beings in that direction be free from fear, anger, aversion, hatred, jealousy, and fear. <clears throat> Let these thoughts of loving friendliness embrace all of them and love them. Let every cell, every drop of blood, every atom, every molecule of their entire bodies and minds be charged with these thoughts of loving friendliness. Let their bodies and minds be relaxed and filled with peace and tranquility of loving friendliness. Let the peace and tranquility of loving friendliness pervade their entire bodies and minds. Let us direct our minds to the northern directions and wish all living beings in that direction be free from greed, anger, aversion, hatred, jealousy, and fear. Let these thoughts of loving friendliness embrace all of them, envelop them. Let every cell, every drop of blood, every atom, 
every molecule of their entire bodies and minds be charged with these thoughts of loving friendliness. Let their bodies and minds be relaxed and filled with the peace and tranquility of loving friendliness. Let the peace and tranquility of loving friendliness pervade their entire bodies and minds. <coughs> Let us direct our mind to the destination of actions and those fallen beings there in that direction. Be free from greed, anger, aversion, hatred, jealousy, and fear. Let these thoughts of loving friendliness embrace all of them and love them. Let every cell, every drop of blood, every atom, every molecule of their entire bodies and minds be charged these thoughts of loving friendliness. Let their bodies and minds be relaxed and filled with the peace and tranquility of loving friendliness. Let the peace and tranquility of loving friendliness pervade their entire bodies and minds. Let us direct our minds to the animal realm and faith realm and wish all of them be free from greed, anger, aversion, hatred, jealousy, and fear. Let these thoughts of loving friendliness embrace all of them and love them. Let every cell, every drop of blood, every atom, every molecule love them. Charge with the loving friendliness. Let their bodies and minds be relaxed and filled with peace and tranquility of loving friendliness. Let the peace and tranquility of loving friendliness be friendliness in their bodies and minds. May all beings in all directions, all around the universe, be beautiful. Let them be happy. Let them have good fortune. Let them have good friends. Let them after death be reborn in heavens. May all beings everywhere be filled with the freedom and friendliness, emblem, exalted, measureless, free from enmity, free from afflictions, and be happy. Let us stop here, and uh, <clears throat> tomorrow we start with the next section. These are very difficult things to accomplish as we recite them. We all understand that this is something that almost impossible to accomplish. But we must understand the practice of metta compassion, appreciative joy and equanimity. We cultivate them in our own minds and we develop these thoughts in our minds for us to feel peace, tranquility, through friendliness and experience great comfort thinking that we have no any resentment towards anyone in any direction, anywhere in the world. Friends, it is very difficult to cultivate these thoughts. Some people have resentment 
towards the metta practice. As Buddha said, uh, <clears throat> Sukarani asadhuni atno ahitani cha yangve hitancha sadhuncha tangve paramadukkaram. It is easier for harmful things to do, but it is extremely difficult for us to do good things which is beneficial and bring us solace and comfort. It's very easy to do harmful things, harmful thoughts, and speak harshly. So this is a very special training that we go through. <clears throat> Meditation in general is not easy. Much more difficult is the practice of metta. We live in a, an environment in the world full of problems, Wherever we go, open our eyes, we see something unpleasant, whether it is environmental or living beings. We hear many unpleasant things, news through media. All of them we all of them bring us very unpleasant experiences arousing our own inner deeply rooted resentment, disappointment, anger, and so on. In such an environment, it is not easy to practice metta, compassion, appreciative joy, and equanimity without a big heart. So we have to cultivate big heart, generous heart, compassionate heart through this practice. <clears throat> it is very easy to fight over pettiness. Tiny little thing can irritate us. We have to cultivate our mind to be delighted with any tiny little thing to learn something very meaningful from any little thing. When we develop our mind through metta, we are so comfortable and relaxed, and we can live with difficulties and problems. We meditate in general not to stop all the problems in the world, nor can we stop all our own personal problems. But when we practice meditation, we learn to live with them. Just like swimming in the ocean, full of sharks, full of other fishes, waves, harsh sea, we swim. That is not very easy. 
Our entire life is like that, full of ups and downs, bumps and dips, rough, rugged experiences. When we meditate, we learn to live with them. We cannot eliminate all of them. If somebody were to think to make the world free from trouble and problems, that person is not going to be successful. He is very much like one who wants to walk all over the world, thinks of covering the world with uh, with leather, to cover all the thorns and rocks and ups and downs so that he can walk comfortably. It is not practical. On the one hand, he will not live long enough to cover the world with leather. Secondly, he will not find enough leather to cover the world. But most practical thing is to get a piece of leather and make a pair of shoes and walk around. Similarly, when we cultivate our mind in friendliness, compassion, appreciative joy, equanimity, we can go around the world with these thoughts, these feelings in our mind and heart. And the world may remain full of problems, difficulties, and we cannot eliminate all of them. This metta practice is for our own relief of tension, anxiety, worry. Whether we look in front, behind, or aside, up and down, we are the ones who experience pain and suffering and problems. And if we have these thoughts in our minds, we can look around us, up and down, with feeling of solace and comfort and relief of tension, worry, anxiety, and fear. As I mentioned in one of my earlier instructions, even amidst of a huge crowd, if we have these thoughts of friendliness, even though the crowd is full of tension, anxiety, fear, mood of fighting, we can still remain calm, relaxed and peaceful. That is exactly what the Buddha said. One who cultivates metta, cultivate mindfulness, doesn't necessarily need always a quiet, solitary place. 
solitary place, quiet place is necessary at the beginning to train ourselves. Once we have trained and learned how to live with these problems, even the society, crowd, household life will not be a problem. So this has a wonderful benefit in our own life. Because of certain traumatic experience in life, some people don't even want to cultivate metta. They even hate the word metta because they themselves have gone through a lot of difficulties, problems, traumatic experiences, and that make their compassion blunt friendliness blunt, and they become so inwardly very harsh on themselves, they turn, turn towards inside themselves and shut themselves to the world. They think the whole world is hostile, unkind to them, and that is very unfortunate. So when we cultivate metta, loving friendliness, even though we have gone through some difficulties, traumatic experiences in our life, maybe in our childhood, somewhere in the past, and still we can forgive those who committed atrocities crimes against us, abused us. We can send metta to them, whether they are alive or passed away. At least in our heart and mind, we can forgive them. Meditators should be able to forgive others for their trespassing, their mistakes, their shortcomings, because when we meditate, we see our own problems, difficulties, shortcomings, and they are not different from ours. They too are humans, just like us. So this is a consolation we have when we practice mindfulness, metta together, to deepen our insight along with compassion. That is why the entire teachings of the Buddha is called the teaching of wisdom and compassion. Buddha taught us how to live in the world full of problems without being getting disturbed with the worldly vicissitudes, gain and loss, popularity and unpopularity, blame and praise, 
pleasure and pain, these are a part of our living. These are the things that affect all lives everywhere. We cannot stop them. We learn to live with them, accepting their reality in life. There is no particular magic in this practice, but the magic is deepening our insight, deepening our understanding, growing, maturing ourselves in seeing this reality, accept them, cannot fight them, we cannot stop them. Therefore, friends, this practice is not very easy, but once we launched in the practice, it naturally becomes easier. Just like anything else in our life, we know at the beginning they all were difficult. As we keep doing it again and again, they all become easy. Metta practice is not an exception. Loving friendliness is not an exception. The word we recited seemed to be impossible, but they are not impossible to cultivate in our mind. With these few thoughts of encouragement, let us begin our rest of the practice. Breathe in, breathe out mindfully, noticing every tiny little change that takes place in in-breath and out-breath. You may remember a couple of monks going to the Buddha. One said, if I live long enough to collect my food and live, that is plenty of time for me to develop my mind to attain liberation. The other monk said, if I live long enough to eat the meal that I have in my arms born, that is long enough for me to practice and attain liberation. And the other said, if I live long enough to complete one inhaling and one exhaling, that is long enough for me to attain liberation. Among out of these three monks, Buddha praised the last one, the one who said that he wished to, wishes to live long enough to take one inhaling breath, one exhaling breath. Because in, even in one inhaling we find trillions of changes minutest changes 
and if the mind is focused enough to see these changes, that alone sometimes is enough for one who has practiced meditation to attain liberation. When the Buddha divided the whole living beings into four categories, he put this person into the category number one, called Ugghaditanya, one who attains liberation as soon as, the, as soon as he or she contacts the Dhamma, instantly he or she attains liberation. Another one is one who needs little explanation a day or two or month or two or a year with some deeper instructions to attain liberation. That is called vipanchitanya, attaining liberation with some delay. Third is, third takes a still longer time, maybe few years, maybe many years, through constant guiding, instructions, ups and downs, he learns and finally attains liberation. The last is called Padaparama. That one does not attain enlightenment in this life. But in samsara, his or her practice helps to attain liberation. We don't know we, we, to which category do we belong until we put ourselves into test. Our test is the practice. When we keep practicing, perhaps we may see to which category we belong without testing ourselves, we don't know. And therefore, friends, without any hesitation, with courage, determination, take deep breath, focus mind on the on every tiny little changes you experience in the breath. Breathe out, paying paying total attention to the out breath. While breathing in, if you experience something else which is more prominent, stronger than the feeling of breath, mind goes there, even there you will see the same thing changing, changing and changing. If you hear a sound, feel a certain physical sensation, or have a thought in the mind, you experience the same thing. Just like physical things go through 
aging process. Sound goes through the aging process. Feeling goes through the aging process. Thoughts go through the aging process. Perception goes through the aging process. Everything goes through the aging process since they happen so quickly and our attention is so slow we don't understand them. But our attention, if our attention follows the changes at the same speed, then we will see aging process in everything. They rise, mature, and pass away. So the mind can remain fully preoccupied on these things without leaving room for negative things, emotions, depression, and so forth, because mind becomes very clear in understanding. So with these few words of encouragement, I stop my talk. You are the one who can test it. You are the one who can witness it. And try yourself, put yourself into test and see.